0: David, um, thanks very much for for inviting us to join you today. You're obviously looking at, at the UK. So how do you see the outlook for 2020 in terms of the broader macro themes?
1: Sure, well, in 2019, what we saw for the UK economy was a year of pretty slow growth. And also we saw the economy lose a bit of momentum as the year progressed. So to be honest, we're going into 2020 with not that much momentum, but we certainly see it as a year that's going to improve as the year goes through. Um, There's a number of things that the UK has in its favour at the moment. The labour market continues to be very strong, and that means that earnings growth will continue to outpace inflation, very good for the consumer. We're also certainly going to see higher government spending. Um, In 2019, fiscal policy was a drag. In 2020, it will switch to providing a boost. We also expect a more robust global economy as well, so that will be supportive of what is a small open economy like the UK's. But against that there will be continued uncertainty the general election result that will see uncertainty diminish but certainly not be completely eliminated
0: and in terms of the the risks to the outlook um, i suppose how do you see those at the moment
1: yes well i think when you talk about risks unfortunately we all want to move on from talking about brexit but brexit is a process a long process rather than just an event So, at the 31st of January, we won't be able to just move on. We will have to continue to think about that. And whether the UK and the EU can reach a comprehensive trade agreement over the course of a year, that's a big question. Probably not, I would say, and that raises the risk of the UK reverting to WTO rules in the way it trades with the EU, which would be damaging to the economy undoubtedly. However, we don't see that as the most likely outcome. We think there will be a limited agreement at least, and other things will be rolled over so that
0: risk will be averted. Does that lead you to to particularly look at any sectors that you think will outperform, regions that will outperform versus those that may not perform so well in 2020?
1: What we're expecting really is sort of an evolution of the trends we've seen recently, rather than any sharp changes. So if for a moment I put retail to one side, then generally in the occupier markets we're seeing strength there, we're seeing good conditions. We're seeing robust, maybe not spectacular demand, meeting fairly limited supply. And that's leading to modest rental growth. So a good story there. With the bigger picture being one that we don't expect any sharp changes in the direction in occupier markets, when we're looking for pockets of outperformance, that's probably going to be where we see a bit of a change in investor sentiment. And I would say that central London offices is probably the number one candidate in that regard. We saw a big improvement in the occupier market through 2019, and we expect that strength to continue into 2020. However, what we didn't see in 2019 was that being reflected in investor sentiment, activity and pricing, because you had all of the political uncertainty holding that back. And I think in 2020, you will begin to see that happening. And that will mean that you do get a bit of repricing, a bit of yield compression coming through in that sector, and a bit of outperformance
0: as a consequence. Great. Thanks very much, David. Um, we look forward to catching up again later in the year and and uh, and seeing how this has progressed. Thank you.
1: Thank you.